This morning I'd like to talk to us about a relationship. A relationship that the Bible speaks of as being a friend. Not just friends among yourselves, but friends with God and God being your friends. There are many avenues in which the scripture refers to our relationship with our God, with our Lord and Savior. He is our Father, our Lord, our Master. It says that He is our brother. It says that He is our High Priest. But it also tells us that there is a friendship relationship. That bond that is, as we read, that can be closer than flesh and blood. Relationship of God is your friend and you as God's friend. So think about this morning uh, in terms of friendship. In John 15, we see that, that God has went ahead and given his disciples an honoring promotion. He has elevated them from the status of servant to a friend. I no longer call you servants, but I call you friend. A friend. For a servant doesn't know really the master's plan. But in friendship, there is a, an added dimension of revelation from the heart of God to those that he calls friends. You see, as followers of Christ, you know, we become a people and individuals in whom Christ resides and in whom Christ abides. But we notice that when God promoted them from, friend, from servanthood to friendship, he begins to confide in them. So one of the great things of friendship is that God begins to confide. He does not just abide in you and reside in you, but he confides in you. This friendship, you know, originated at God's command and was confirmed to us by the cross. No greater love has a man than to lay down his life for a what? A friend. For a friend. And so 
this friendship that God has, is offering us was, you know, uh, 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 instituted, and, and God made the first step. He made the first step toward that relationship. You and I were made for friendship with God. Noah walked with the Lord in a very personal way. Now, God wants to be man's Savior, and he is your Savior if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as such, but he also wants to be your friend. When we start in the book of Genesis, we see the amazing friendship that God had with Adam and Eve. And as you, you know, just look at the dynamics of it and what was going on, and yet we know that that friendship was broken. That friendship was broken. But of course, Jesus Christ has went ahead and stood in the gap, right? To repair the friendship that we can have uh, with him. There are individuals in the scriptures who are referenced as having a friendship relationship. Moses is one. Abraham is someone. You know, Lazarus also is someone that is referenced as being a, a friend of God. Excuse me, a friend of God. In the relationships that we have, you know, we trust Jesus as our Savior. We submit to him as our king, and we value him as a treasure, but we enjoy him as a friend. Think about it. That you enjoy God as a friend. And as I already mentioned, the cross, it provides for this friendship. It provides for the friendship. And the question we should ask, or I would ask this morning, not only of myself, but I will put it out there for you, are you enjoying the fruits of friendship? Are you enjoying the fruits of friendship? Think about it. Because God wants you to not just view the cross as something of redemptive measures, but it is also a, a cross of affection, you know, uh, filled with a sacrifice for friends. Amen. Yes, he reaches to the world, to the sinner, but encased in that is also, you know what I mean, the open door for friendship. It was James that says, a response to God's friendship is important. Draw near to God. Invest in your friendship. And God draws near to you. There's a richer bond, an informative bond that takes place. So Jesus has called us 
to more than servanthood. He has called us into friendship. And with that friendship, there is a privilege that is given to us. There is, a, there is an influence that we have. There is information from God's heart that would be relevant to what God is doing, particularly in your life. He may not give you information regarding, you know what I mean, the world conditions, although that can happen, but at least that which he's planning for you. Wouldn't you like to know what God's planning? You know, Jeremiah said that, that God knows the plans. <laughs> you know, and he, and he says, I know that they're good and not evil. But how many sometimes is those plans just a little bit too vague? Huh? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Uh, a, a, a servant doesn't have the ear of their master like a friend does. And we see that in those, those individuals in the Bible that God has set up as, as you know, a, uh, 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 how can I put it, you know, uh, relatable, uh, 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 you know, what is really meant by that type of friendship. It is a, it is a, a serving that is out of devotion rather than duty. Now, there's nothing wrong with serving out of devotion, uh, uh, duty, all right? But it's much more inspiring and load-lifting to serve out of devotion, out of that friendship, servanthood and friendship, if you serve out of devotion. Remember? No greater because there is a love connection. There is a bond there that is different than just, just duty. Not just general information, but, you know, what we call my inside information. They're, they're, they're granted that, that insight, you know, uh, when you see in the life of, of Abraham, remember? God said, should I withhold this? Seeing that I know him? Seeing that I recognize his loyalty? Seeing that I recognize, you know what I mean, that, 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 that he's going to follow? He's going to direct his family? So that, 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 that relationship that uh, uh, gives you, God comes to you. God gives you information. It's a friendship that is up-close conversation. The Lord spoke to Moses face-to-face. What? As a man speaks to his friend. Friendship. Friends 
can ask friends for favors. Have you ever used your relationship as a friend of God? There's a re relationship or an opportunity to ask as a friend of God. You're a member of Moses, or excuse me, uh, yes, Moses. Well, Abraham did too. Let me start with Abraham. Abraham and God have conversation in, and God is telling him what, what he's going to do with his life, what he's going to do with his offspring, and that it would be in Isaac. And here sets Ishmael. Ishmael has no direct lineage to blessing. It hadn't been decreed. It wasn't in God's vocabulary yet at this time. But Abraham says to God, you know, all that I wish you would do something for Ishmael. Because he was Abraham's offspring, but he wasn't, you know what I mean, in the line of the covenant. And so there God goes ahead and says, you know, I'm going to do this for Ishmael because my friend has made a request of me. And he makes the request because of his friendship. His friendship. Moses, too, is, is an individual that makes a request based upon his friendship. Remember, he spoke to God face to face. Another point of Abraham was that his friendship allowed him to make a petition for his offspring, for his relatives. Lot was a nephew. Lot got in trouble, right? His location, you know, and the environment of his location was taxing him. It says it vexed his very soul. And God comes by and says to Abraham, this is when he said, shall I tell him? He says, I'm going to destroy the cities of the plain. Abraham comes and says, Would you really do this if, if we could find some righteous ones in there? And how many know he starts at 50 and he gets down to 10? It's a pretty bold request, isn't it? But it's a request that allows you to do that from the standpoint of your friendship with the Lord. Your friendship. 
you know, with God. And so, I want to find my notes here on that. Um, about his posterity. Friendship with God spills over unto your posterity. God did not destroy a whole city that was designated for destruction based upon Abraham's request as a friend. First of all, you notice the story that he moves Lot and his family out. All right? And he moves them to the city called Zor. That city called Zor was one of the designated cities to be destroyed. The power of friendship. And so God says, get out, and I can't do anything until you get there. Imagine a judgment declared, and yet a friendship request reduced the judgment and provided a place in an arena of safety for the posterity of Abraham. It's really powerful. A friendship that is so strong that God says, I can't do anything until you arrive or until you're safe, until you're secure, till you at that place Judgment can't fall. But as you read the scriptures, as soon as he arrived in Zor, the rest of the plain was judged and set on fire. Amazing. God spared because of friendship. Because of friendship. You see, there's some real benefits of friendship. First of all, you get to enjoy friendship with God, the pleasure of it. Friendship with God is, is a lot like friendship that we have. How many friends do you really have and what do you do in that friendship? It's, there's more of a, 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 a pouring out and an understanding that happens, you know, uh, in, in friendship than in acquaintances. You, you, you probably don't pour your heart out, you know, to a king. That would be come into that, you know, reverential fear. There's, there's some boundary lines that take place. You know, 
even as a high priest, he said we can come to receive grace and mercy. But in friendship, you can make a personal, relational request. God may not do it for anything but for your friendship. Man, I'll tell you. We've alluded to this already, but favor and influence is in friendship. Don't destroy it. Favor. What's the foundation of friendship? Love. No greater love. This friendship is, is not just a one-way friendship. If God has laid down his life for us, so we ought to lay down our lives for a friend. I mean, there's just, there's a number of avenues here, but think about it. Our part of friendship. One of the parts of friendship is sacrifice. Sacrifice. Sacrifice that is born out of love. Why am I going to do it? Because I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm a friend of God, and God is a friend of mine. What does your side of friendship look like? Number one, you value God's presence. The story of Moses fits in here. God says, you know, I've got this land of promise. I've got all these benefits for you. And I'm giving you, you know, the freedom to go ahead and go up to it and possess it. But Moses, as a friend of God, says, oh, wait a minute. Are you going to go with me? I'm not going up without your friendship, without your presence. I'm not going. God says, well, I'll make sure that you're successful. I'll make sure that you have a host of heaven again with you. Angels will be around you. He says, no. I value our friendship. And Friendship is all about the presence. Not only your presence with someone else, but God's presence with us and our presence with God. 
friendship also, you know what I mean, involves a prioritizing of relationship. Revelations chapter 2. The church at Ephesus. God goes through it and commends them. Quite a church as far as I'm concerned. They got it all together. But God says, I see that. But there is something that's missing. And that's your love. Or your first love. And what is the connection of love but friendship? Friendship with Don't neglect your relationship that involves your friendship with God. Your side of friendship is to cherish the presence of your friend. Your side of friendship is that when you advance the agenda of your friend, the scripture says in John chapter 3 that the friend of the bridegroom rejoices because of the groom. The interest of your friend becomes dominant in your life. That side of friendship. The side of friendship and building that friendship, you know what I mean, will affect, you know, how you guard your own personal affections. James, whoever wants to be a friend of God cannot be a friend of the world. So your affections. In other words, it's just simply living in agreement with them. It's having that, that same spirit that drives them drive you. And I'm interested in this because I want to be a friend of God. I know I'm saved. But to have influence with God. Christ has went ahead and 
makes an invitation to us all for friendship. After him being our savior, there's an invitation for friendship. You cultivate friendship. You reciprocate love in this friendship with God. We love him, why? Because he first loved us. A reciprocation. Friends. As I prepared for this, I noticed that there are some particulars that are involved in friendship, both in human and in God. And we already mentioned the one that friendship with God has selectivity. You can't be a friend of the world and a friend of God. This friendship is something that is stronger than flesh and blood. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask my musicians to come this morning. We're going to do a song that we're very familiar with in the house of God, and that is, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. I guess the bottom line is what I want to submit to you and get to you to just to open up in your thoughts about it is relating to God as your friend. And can God relate to you as his friend? God wants to relate to us as our friend and he wants you and I to relate to him as his friend yeah as his friend I think the parameters of friendship you know are much broader than the other ones. The relationship of father and son is, is, is the most beautiful one. But do you converse, talk with your father like you do a friend?
That's just a question. It's not either or. It's another dimension or a dimension alongside of. He will give to you because you are a friend. Because you're a friend. We sing about it, but do we really have a picture of what it means to be a friend of God and God being our friend? I'm not suggesting this morning that God is your buddy. I'm suggesting that God is your friend. Abraham was God's friend, but he never became God's buddy. And he never became God's buddy as proven in the fact that wherever he went, he would build an altar to the Lord. An altar. So friendship is, you know, it's not just a, you know, casualness. No. Friendship is a bond. It's a bond. They know the worst about you and they still love you the best. Abraham and Moses. Made requests of God based upon friendship. Simple but yet amazing. Now I know this is food for thought. used the, the phrase and saying I'm a friend of God God's a friend of me but friendship is a relationship Savior to sinner Father to son High Priest to sacrifice but then friend Stand with me to friend.
Jesus in the parable showed us that friendship has tremendous power. When you have a shortage and you have a need, he points out that you go to the house of your friend. And you make a bid and a request. You can go in friendship and, 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 and I'm just trying to develop, you know, this, this thing of, see it a little clearer of, of, of friendship. We know we can come to God anytime, all right? But it says at midnight he went ahead and, and oh, and he come and he knocked and he said, I need something. Go to a house of a friend. Go to a house of a friend. is your friend through the cross of Jesus Christ. He wants you to understand that he not only wants you to be able to call him friends, but he wants you and I to relate to him. And I think it's a relationship that, that, that uh, we can relate to more than virtually any other thing. I mean, I can read the scripture and I understand, you know, I was lost. I needed a savior. But I don't know that I really understand Savior, the dimension that it, I just know it. But friendship is something I can relate to. I want to leave you with that today. You relate to God in many aspects of relationship. But I feel strongly in my heart that God says. helps the friend be connected to the need. I have some wonderful brother-in-laws. And so it's a brother-in-law relationship. But when I go to them, I don't go to them as my merely my brother-in-law. I go to them because they're my friend. Yeah. That connection. Friendship. So what request have you had and you're still laying there? What kind of information would you like concerning your life and has it come yet 
it's connected as you realize your friendship with the Lord. Imagine three years of servanthood relationship and then one day I've got a friendship relationship that I want to enter into with you. Go with God. Go on a friendship. Go on a friendship. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, Gordy. bless you. Do some friendship things with God this week. Do some friendship things. Hang out. You're dismissed this morning in Jesus' name.